I bring you good tidings of great joy that shall be to all the people, for this day is born to you a Savior, who is Christ the Lord in the city of David. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Is there any mistaking the fact that we as human beings were made to worship? Whether it be thousands of years ago, when Moses was on the temple, was on the mountain for just a few weeks too long, apparently, and the chosen people collected their gold and crafted a figure of a god familiar to them from Egypt so that they would have something to worship, or whether it be in our own modern vulgar times, when be it a rock star or or a musician coming into the presence of those who 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 are awed by the the skill or the fame or perhaps just simply the good looks or even the the ugly looks of this famous person bow down and worship and say we're not worthy we're not worthy human beings were made to worship In hearing so many beautiful confessions over the last several days, it's obvious that we seek also happiness. Sometimes we find that happiness in wealth or in power or in being attractive. But every finds ha- everyone finds happiness in their idols. They find prestige and significance in, in worshiping someone or something. It gives them a, a, a value beyond what they consider to be inherent to themselves. That thing could be the American flag. That thing could be the uniform for your sports team. Not only were we made to worship, we're also intrinsically liturgical. If you think about what we're doing tonight, these days, and why we're doing it, Celebrating the birth of our Lord year after year. It wasn't the event of our salvation. It's not when our redemption took place. But we remember those events which made possible those even more important events which we celebrate. A small example would be just a few hours ago, yesterday, Christmas Eve, when my family remembers mom and dad having gotten married 65 years ago. We weren't there, but we remember that day because it made possible so many other things, even more important things, that are worth remembering. We are so inherently liturgical that we create our own liturgies. Whether it be family rituals when you're supposed to sit here and now this is when you do this. Or even just suiting up for a game. How many times do people insist on, I'm going to sit down here and I'm going to listen to this song and then I'm going to put on this sock and then I'm going to put on that part of my uniform and then you're going to do that. And then we're going to come out on the field or the rink in the exact same order. It's liturgy with a lowercase l. You might even notice some of that. 
as we learn new things or we are uh, coordinating our efforts in a new way when we have to point out to someone, you go here, this happens now. It's all part of something far more important than ourselves, which is why we want to make sure we do it the right way. What is it that happened then 2,000 some years ago in Bethlehem, the city of David? Our Lord didn't come in order to give us a new teaching, although his being, his divine being, he isn't a human being, his being, his existing is divine, meaning he has always existed. There's never a time when he didn't exist. And so when people tell us that God came into the world in the form of a human being, they're um, muddying the, the beauty of this mystery. The word became flesh. God became man. But he didn't come with a new teaching, even though his existing as a divine being with a human nature, human body, human will, human intellect, and a human soul has obvious implications with regard to the truth and begins to reveal to us that which we will know later on. He came... And what began immediately? Men worshiped God on earth. It's natural. Instinctively, we walk up to the nativity scene and we kneel down. Even if just for a few seconds, till our knees start complaining. No matter how old we are, whether it be as, as a baby almost playing with the, the pieces of the nativity set, as though they're part of a game. Or towards the end of our life, when, when we pull out that same nativity set that we've had since our mother or our grandmother, and every, every little image is another, another meditation. Everyone comes to Christmas to adore, to worship, it's the one day of the year, or one of two days of the year, when even when people don't get anything out of coming to church, still come. Why? Because it's obvious. We're coming here to worship. We're coming here to love. We're coming here to adore. We're coming here to contemplate. In the manger in Bethlehem, people didn't come immediately and start saying, I want this and this and this and this. And please give me this and this and that and that. No, they didn't come to petition. They came simply to adore him, to love him, not to get anything back, save for the privilege of having been in his presence, to be able to say, I saw him. And so we would do well to take stock of everything we do leading up to these doors and, and even those of us here, take stock of everything we do and how we do it. Do we, do we make it likely that worship happens, that adoration happens? Tonight, it's easy. It comes second nature. Long before my mother fell in love with my father, she fell in love with the Catholic faith. 
and became Catholic with the instruction of a good Jesuit, one of the things that inspired her most was that it was only in a Catholic church where she saw grown men on their knees praying. Eventually, the man she would marry would become a Catholic himself. Due to your good generosity and patient insistence, we now have an obvious invitation to come and kneel around the altar rail. As, as not just as good, observant Christians, but as shepherds and wise men who have come to, to honor our Savior, Let's make use of them more than just at the moment when we come to receive something. Let's use our knees to offer up to him our love, our prayer, our gratitude, our voices, our hearts, our bodies. Come, let us adore him. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.